Yo, yo, yo. What's poppin', yo? This is philosophy. Philosophy, philosophy. Hold hands and say it like me. Philosophy, episode three. Death ground. Today is February 13th, 2022. This is your host, Illicism. Underground hip hop legend. Today we're gonna be talking about the concept of death ground. This is uh, straight from Sun Tzu's The Art of War. And it's the concept of when you don't have nowhere to escape and you have to basically fight your way through. That's the only way through is to fight through. And um, I'm basically gonna just show you how this concept can basically be applied to life whenever times get hard. I just wanna speak about that today. So give me one second, I'ma, you know what I'm saying? I'ma go, uh, you know what I mean? Go crack this beer real quick, I'ma be right back. Hold up. Alright, what up? You know what I'm saying? I'm back and I'm live and direct. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Illicism. I hope everybody having a pretty, you know what I'm saying? Pretty lit Super Bowl Sunday. You know what I mean? I hope uh, the chicken wings is correct. They ain't over frying or no dumb shit like that. You know what I'm saying, man? The dip and the chips is everything is right. I don't know who you're going for today. Me personally, I don't give a shit about football or anything. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm, I'm going for the Bengals. I just uh, bet on Adesanya last night. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking with my bookie. I just want everybody to know that straight up because I bet my hundred dollars on this nigga to win. He wins the fight. They told me I lost because I didn't. Cause I bet that he will win by KO or TKO or submission and shit. It's my first time betting on there. This nigga wins by. With my luck, this nigga wins by decision, so I lost all my money. Like, how the, how the fuck I bet that the nigga was going to win, he wins, and I don't get nothing for it. And even if I would have won, I only would have made $60. Like, I'm not fucking with online betting, and I'm, I just want to put that out there real quick. But <laughs> I'm going to go with, um, I'm going with the uh, Bengals today, man. Facts, man. I'm going with the Bengals. I'm definitely fucking with my boy, uh, what's his face? Burrow. I'm fucking with him, the nigga from LSU with the uh with the cigars. You hear me? So, anyways, I digress. Today we're gonna be talking about death ground and why it's very, very important. You know what I'm saying? Because it's something I've been talking about ever since I learned about it as a shorty. You know, uh, I read the Art of War probably back when like my friend, my friend Jose's mom gave me that book for the first time. She didn't even have it. She bought it for me. Like, she knew what type of nigga I was and just bought it for me when I was a, a youngster. And uh, I read the whole book, and this shit just always stuck with me. Because uh, in the book, it's like, you know, it's an English. They flipped it. You know, it's, it's written in English, but a fucking Asian cat wrote the shit. So it's like, uh, what's the word, man? Translated, basically. It's like an English translation on what he was trying to say. And, um,. Death ground is like when, like if your if your army is is like we're in war and shit, we're going against a certain amount of motherfuckers or whatever, and we know there's like absolutely no way, there's nothing we can do, type shit. Like these niggas, we should burn the ships, we should burn everything, we should just get rid of everything but our weapons essentially, and just say fuck it, and we're going for it. Like there is no other way around this because it it, it basically puts a certain there's a certain type of morale um and intensity that that is birthed in those types of situations 
the in a person you know what i'm saying like a fucking like you know like a wounded tiger type thing if you if you corner a wounded tiger like you know, it's, he's probably gonna fuck all the you know what i mean he's gonna probably fuck everybody up <laughs> even if even though you wounded him like now he's more dangerous than ever you know what I'm saying? Because he has nothing to, to fall back on at all. He's already hurt. So he has to think he's, he's fighting like for real. He's fighting for his life, essentially. You feel me? So, yeah, today I want to talk to you all about that, and how this analogy applies to real life. You know what I'm saying? So first things first, I like to open up with like stories of shit that like personal stories. So y'all know I'm not just like out here just trying to talk to you like i'm some motherfucker that knows something like everything i talk about on this on this podcast this show this incredible podcast what it's gonna grow into it's all gonna be based off the shit that has happened to me you know what i'm saying um or i've seen it happen mostly shit that happened to me because i don't like talking about other niggas so um boom so I end up, uh, let me talk about this homeless situations I've been in, you feel me? I've been homeless like twice, you feel me? Like, for real, I was homeless one time for like a year because like me and my pops got into some shit like over, over weed smoke, like crazy, like over weed smoke, got in this little like scuffle and shit. I couldn't hurt my dad, but he was trying to hurt me, you feel me? Like I wasn't, I can't, I can't raise my hand on my pops and shit. I don't believe in that. It's dishonorable. So like a nigga, like I let my pops like just like toss me around type shit and he hurt me real bad for me like damn near crippled my arm you know what i'm saying i couldn't move my arm for like a year and on that night i ended up leaving the house you feel me like i just had to because of whatever you feel me the shit just escalated uh, so now i'm on the street pretty much crippled and homeless like you know like to keep it short like that's what happened <clears throat> after after a couple of months you know my friends helped me a little bit a little bit but no one quite no one quite understood like what the fuck I was really dealing with, you know, because I'm such a strong dude. I, I'm not going to like I'm not going to put it on you like uh, what my real problems are. You know, I'm not going to tell you like my fucking arm is like I, I tell you it's fucked up, but I I'm, I don't want your sympathy. You know, I just I, I'll take what you give me, but I'm not finna I'm not going to pour it on you. You know what I mean? I'd rather just deal with it. So went to the hospital nobody could help me nothing you feel me i'm staying with one of my homies i'm trying to get this this arm like situated and shit i don't have nowhere to stay i don't lost my job i lost everything in one night through that one scuffle with my pops you know what i'm saying i had just got a, a cool little job this shit happened while i was in the middle of making a beat you know what i'm saying when i was still learning so like everything was everything was like like real like tight for me like i was trying to get out my folks house all this kind of shit you know and then that happened so now it's like i'll go from i'm already at rock bottom now i'm like at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom now i'm at a friend house trying to get out of his house you know what i'm saying which he don't really he ain't tripping you know what i'm saying but it's it's more of a pride thing for me so shit happens over a while like i guess i stayed there for like probably three four months with him um and like his neighbors or whatever was like just just on some weird racist shit like every little thing i do like you know me coming in and out like motherfuckers acting like they can't have certain people living in the area i'm like well what the fuck you talking about you know like it was a real white neighborhood so you know i'm black it's fucking cold so everywhere i go it's like i'm i'm i had a time where the fucking neighbor like this nigga like damn near attacked me just i'm just walking down the sidewalk he come out the house like hey hey just are you what are you doing out here like that kind of shit like i'm just walking down the street my nigga like i don't know this food from a can of paint you feel me 
he talking about, you know, I'm such a chill dude, so I just, I know how to disarm people when they act, when they're fucking idiots, like, so I'm just like, yo, what's the issue, and he's like, yeah, well, there's just been, like, stolen bikes and stuff going, things have been getting stolen around here, and, you know, and I'm just like, nigga, like, so you thought it was me, because I'm black, like that, that's basically what you're telling me, and he, you know, and he, he instantly, like, I could just see the stupidity, like, <laughs> bubbling to the surface, like the, like the, like the, him realizing how stupid he's looking, and I just walked away from him, you know what I'm saying, but like, this is the type, basically, this is the type of neighborhood I was living in, so I knew I only had a short amount of time to get my shit together for real, I don't, I'd only been there for a short amount of time, like, no one's finna just get on their feet in two to five months and shit, like, in America, no fucking way, especially not no black man. It's just not happening. You're gonna need some kind of help. So you gotta, you, you're gonna need shelter. You're gonna need, and you're gonna need job security. Mind you, I'm still injured. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not a whole lot of nigga can really do. And I was trying to go to school at UTI, all this crazy shit. So I was just in a real tight position. I still got my rap career. I still got a lot of shit going on, you know? And, um, yeah, man, it, it was, it was, it was incredible for me. It was an incredible situation. But, um, that was when I realized the lessons from that art of war book that's when they started really like started started popping back into my head like yo this is death ground i'm on right now you know what i'm saying this is where it's, it's life or death for me if i i had never been homeless before you know what i'm saying ever like and i don't come from a family of like poor motherfuckers or none of that shit like and i don't even pretend like i do you know my mother when my parents got divorced my mom's was like you know, she was a soldier and shit, but she also worked as a librarian. So like, she she always had like two jobs, you know, like. But this was back in the days where the apartment she showed me the rent before it was like three hundred dollars for our rent for like a one bedroom apartment in El Paso, Texas. So this is when I was growing up as a kid. Like, rent was only three hundred dollars for a whole fucking apartment. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, we was poor, but it wasn't. I ain't. I could never front on my mom's. You feel me? Like, since so she worked very hard to like take care of me and shit. Um, and my pops, you know, he, he, he like a, a black man that really figured it out. Like he, that's how I look at him. He's a black man that like figured this shit out. Like he, he, my pops is a real, like, like a player. Like he's not no fucking, like he's not no fool at all. And he, and you're not finna keep him down. So, but he was my best friend. When my parents got divorced. I ended up with her and I, that was like the hardest struggles and shit I had to go through, you know, um, living with moms, man. Cause she was just single, just me and her, you feel me? So I always had to take care of shit. She was tough on me. She a soldier, you know, like, and it's just me and her. She was not nice to me at all. Like, I'm, like that's the last fucking word I'll use to explain my mother. Like, nice. Like, no. <laughs> so I know what it means to, like, to have it hard, you know. But um, I also know what it means to have it good, too. So when all this crazy shit's happening to me and I'm my arm's broken, um... I'm living at my friend's house. I don't know where I'ma go. I ain't got no, I just lost my fucking job. I lost all this shit in the blink of a blink of one little situation. Raz, you on death ground now. You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? And so like at that moment I just started realizing like I started making more beats than ever. Like as far as like fixing my mind you at the time I wasn't like seen as like nice with beats or none of that shit. But if I had to say any time where I knew I got nice, it was during this time. 
Like, I took my time with that shit, and I studied every day. I was making beats, like, 10 hours a day type shit. Like, just just making beats, understanding mixing. Everything I had learned from mixing is illicism and all my albums and shit. Like, watching Nick mix my shit. Nick used to teach me how to mix and all of that. Like, all them little tricks. I did tricks of the trade. I would just keep on using them. Keep using them. Keep using them. Keep using them. Keep using them. You know what I'm saying? All my producer homies constantly talking to them about, like, this and that. Like, shit that I would never ask them before. You know what I mean? Like, niggas is usually, if we on the phone, we talking about some tape or something or, like, what's up with my rhymes and all this kind of shit. But now I'm calling these niggas talking about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do I EQ this? How do I, you know what I'm saying? Like, the the the, the differences between the fucking snares and the claps and, like, when, when shit should be used, chopping samples better, like, all of that. Sit, oh, it just became a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? But... It's like, it's almost like that quote, like necessity is the mother of invention type shit. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's, that's, um, it, it ties into death ground. You know what I mean? If, if we soldiers and we all burn, we burn all the ships and we burn all our pens and everything. And all we got is our fucking machetes and shit. Like nigga, all of our motherfucking, uh, all of our techniques, all of our stra- uh, strategies of war are all going to come to the surface all at like one time. Like all the brilliance of everything is just going to start being birthed through the through the necessity that we survive. You know what I'm saying? All these inventions will come to arise off of the necessity that we have to survive. You know what I mean? So Dev Ground is, was very important to me from there. I meant I ended up producing a lot of a lot of records for niggas. Um, you know what I mean? I made a lot of money off of beats for some reason during that, during that time too, because I had made so many good joints that I knew I was never going to get to, but through practice, I made a lot of great shit, like beats that you probably won't, you you know, I don't, I don't even know my discography, but I produce more shit than you would think for people. You know what I'm saying? Like none of these big cats yet, but give me a couple years, you know what I'm saying? Give me some time and shit, you know, get my equipment game right. I could I could make beats for anybody right now. And to me I find that shit amazing and I know it's only because all that terrible shit happened to me. You know what I mean? Cuz if that shit didn't happen to me, I probably wouldn't have been going at beat making as hard as as I did. You know what I mean? But beats literally hip hop has saved my life in in multiple ways. This is why this podcast exists. This is why I call it philosophy. Otherwise I would have called it some other type of shit. It's the reason why my my hip hop career is tied into my my philosophy my love for philosophy and just my philosophies in general there's a reason why this show exists you know what i mean and i'm keeping it hip-hop like this i could have just went under my government and called it something else but hip-hop is is very intertwined in my life man it's it's like almost everything to me ultimately like i'll quit any fucking job just off of the love my love for hip-hop alone i know i will succeed in anything like you know what I mean? No matter how broke I am, no matter what, I always know that I got this this beautiful talent and this community that I'm a part of that where uh, I'll never fail. Like, I can never really truly fail. I'll always be an ill-ass nigga. Like, this shit is how I dress. It's how I walk. It's how I talk. It's all I believe. This shit is a religion for me. It's like I'm like a devout Christian, except, <laughs> except I'm a hip-hop artist. You know what I'm saying? Like the same way, the same way them crazy Christians look. The motherfuckers in Africa that be that be beating up the fucking congregation while they preaching and shit like that. Like nigga, but truly believe that that's what they think is like. I'm like that. So, but um, yeah. Back to Death Ground. Let's keep it. 
you know, you know let me let me reel it in real fast. You hear me? So, uh, yeah. So what else could I say? Death ground wise, like this. Yeah. Then this last time a nigga became homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like shit got ugly for me, man. Like shit has gotten ugly for me a lot of times in my life, bro. Like I've I've had a lot of my shit stolen. Like I was already down bad at one time, man. And like someone broke in my car and stole everything, yo. Like. Like, broken my car. I lived in my car for a while, man, for like a couple months. Someone broke in the car, stole everything. Like, I mean, my dirty drawers, everything, yo. I believe it was the government, honestly. A nigga don't want to talk about this because I'm not really supposed to talk about it. They don't want, they want to fuck me up, but don't want me to talk about it. But that shit really happened. And I know it was the government because only they could do what, what was done. It's like no one else, no one else could do this and nobody else would waste their time. Like, when you hear about COINTELPRO and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, going through people's trash and shit. Like, this is the things that the FBI and shit do when they, when, when they got people that they don't fuck with or people that, they, you know what I'm saying? That they they, they weary of, they're afraid of. So, and we could go into that on another episode. Why, they, why would they be afraid of you? It was like, I mean, if you know who the fuck I am, then you know that's like a stupid question to ask. But if you don't know me, then you're like, mm, you're curious. But we'll get into it another time, but... They put me through a lot of shit, man, and um, this is this is why these talks are even being had now. Like, what is death ground? Like, you know, like me me not having shit to rely on, man, has put me in in one hell of a predicament, man. And um, but it's but it's it's brought out the best of me, so I could never be mad. That's what what I'm trying to tell you is that don't ever be afraid of like of losing everything. Because you know what I'm saying? It's going to hurt like a motherfucker. It's going to hit you like a ton of bricks, bro. Like the worst car crash you can fucking imagine. Like, imagine getting in a car crash, nigga. And like, which would let everyone you love and you're the only one who survived. You're the only one. Everything you loved was in the car, nigga. And you're the only one that survived. After and you you wake up out of, after like a, after the car crash, you don't wake up for like five months. And you wake up out of a coma, you know, and you start coming to and realize that everything you loved was in that fucking car and it died. That's how I feel in my heart every day. Like, and not to be sad and shit or dark about it, but that's just the fastest way to get you to understand, like, what level, where my mentality is with everything in life at this point. I don't give a shit about nothing. I know the, I know the importance of everything, though, and I know the fragility of everything, and I know, and I know how unimportant everything is. You know what I'm saying? I know what truly matters and what truly doesn't. So it's like I can cut the crap with everybody and I can also cut the crap with everybody. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so, yeah, back to it. Death ground. Don't ever be afraid to lose. Don't ever be afraid to lose everything. Don't be so attached to shit, too, because everything goes like that. When when it's when God, when God either takes some shit from you or allows somebody else to take some shit from you, it's gone like that. Like, you could have everything right now. You could be on fucking, like, I don't even know how to explain it to you. You could, you could be like Wolf of Wall Street right now, getting it right now. Like, just having it, having, having it your way type shit. God will take all that shit away from you or allow the powers that be, the so-called powers that be to take it away like that. So don't ever get caught up in none of that shit and always be ready for death ground. Always be ready for death ground. You understand what I'm saying to you, man? You got to be ready for that shit, yo. My mom was telling me the other day, she's like, most Americans are only like, like one or two paychecks away from being homeless. 
You know what I'm saying? One or two pays away. Like, because when you got bills and all that kind of shit, bro, that shit hits you hard when it's time, man. When, you know what I mean? Everybody could lose everything. A divorce. A divorce will fuck somebody up terribly. You know what I'm saying? The bitch taking everything. You know what I mean? Like, it was all good just a year ago. Now she taking everything. She taking the kids. I'm fighting for the kids. This shit costing all the money you don't work, all your savings, everything. It could be gone like that, my nigga. <laughs> so, hey, if you listening to this, this is probably a message from the cosmos trying to let your ass know. So you you ain't got to take it in your heart, but, but remember, remember what I'm telling you. You feel me? Like, yo, always be ready. Always be ready. This is what, what this death ground shit is all about for me. And this is what a nigga has come to understanding in life. You know what I'm saying? Because it's happened to me multiple times. This last time that I just that I that I ended up down bad or whatever, I didn't see none of that shit coming. Fools broke in my house and all kinds of shit with guns, all kind of crazy shit. I done I done been through it all, man. I don't want to go into it all because it's still an open case. It's just still an open case on the streets, if you know what I mean. Like, but a lot of crazy shit can happen, and when you could and everything, you know what I mean. I fucking, you know, I'm, I'm down bad, I'm living, now I got other friends having to help me out again when I was just on top of the world two, two days ago, you know, pocket full of money, but I got to sleep in my friend car and shit, because, because of the situation at hand, and I don't know how I'm going to deal with it, you know what I'm saying, but it's something that people, people die for less over type shit, you know what I mean, like, so yeah, man, you know, had me out in the street and shit, beating up things and shit, man. Because people don't understand what the fuck I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? And they think everything's a goddamn game. And it's not. It's a game until I hit you in your face. So, you know what I mean? But, I mean, you know, not to not to sound like that. But, I, you know, it, it was a funny. It was actually a funny story. You feel me? I was sleeping in my friend Tyler's car, man. And some fucking, some fucking fiend, some fucking fiend uh, comes out of nowhere. And he's just, he's like making hella noise outside the car. Me, I'm off like a cool, I'm off like a cool little bottle of gin and shit, like a Zan or something, man, and I'm sleeping, nigga, I'm like sleeping, you know, just trying to like take an edge off, I'm going through hella shit that week, you know, all my shit get evicted, I just paid rent, the bitch owe me money, I gotta try to figure out how I'm gonna get this bitch back, all this crazy shit going on, this nigga come making all this noise, I wake up, I look out the car and I'm like, hey, you good, you good, like you said, hey, my nigga, I'm trying to sleep, bro. You know, I'm, I'm real comfortable with the homeless community because I've been out there, you feel me? So it's like, yo, like, I understand he might just be tripping on some meth or some weird shit. So I'm like, good, my nigga? Like, boom, boom. You know, he like, he he not responding to me. He just keep making the fucking noise while I'm trying to sleep. I'm like, oh, bet. You don't hear me, bro? <laughs> you don't hear me? That nigga just, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go in my, I'm going to come right back. So I just close the door. I put my shoes on. I just walk over to him and just start whooping him. <laughs> <laughs> just start beating the shit out of him, you feel me? But hey man, you know, I was having a hard week, man. But this is this is that type of shit that, that you learn from like Death Ground too. Like you can't let people fuck with you. Don't let don't be letting people fuck with you. Don't don't no. No. Cause it becomes a habit. And that's probably gonna be the next episode I do, man. For now, you feel me? I'm gonna try to keep this short, but yeah. Next episode probably gonna be about habits and shit and how they how they can grow. You know what I'm saying? Like Prodigy said, you keep letting small things slide, become a failure. You know what I mean? Real talk. So yeah, man, Death Ground, man. Always 
always be ready, man. Always be ready to 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 throw all that shit to the side. And when every and when if everything goes bad, because life has a way of making everything go bad. When everything goes bad, be ready, nigga. And afraid. Understand that there's a gift in it. There's a gift coming right there in it. Cause you about to learn yourself. You can only learn yourself in these situations when we lose everything. You know what I mean? Somebody who got everything don't know nothing. You only you only learn when you lose. You know what I'm saying? When you win, you don't learn shit. You just win. Like, you just victorious, great. But you didn't learn anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, for instance, uh, Floyd Mayweather, he talks uh, He talks about, you know, for those of y'all don't know, I'm in the boxing like a motherfucker. But Floyd Mayweather, me and him got the same birthday, too. This nigga said uh, Emmanuel Augustus, the drunken master, which is the only boxer you're ever going to see who box like that for real. He's the, he's the original drunken master type style boxer. You know what I mean? He said that was his hardest fight of all the niggas he's fought. And if you look at Floyd's record, most of the people that he beat, if you if you if you talking about the greatness of Floyd, you probably won't even mention Emmanuel Augustus because of his record. Floyd said he's like the nigga was incredible, like is but his record didn't show it. He had a, he had a lot of losses. But in order for him to even fight the way that the drunken master will fight, you would have to take a lot of losses. You would have to understand. In, in losing, you you figure out what's you have to trim the fat of what's necessary and what's unnecessary. That's how come he's able to dance like that in the ring and fuck around with it like that, because he knows what's a net what like what's necessary and what's unnecessary. Like niggas who get in the ring and they move hella much, boom boom. Next thing you know, they tired as fuck by the third round. This nigga moved a lot, but he but it was never wasted movement. It was always like he would just get out the way of your shit in the most like in the most energy efficient way possible and then strike back he knew how to hit back immediately like the, the <laughs> before you done missing he's already hitting you you know what i'm saying that that was the beauty of of the man's style and shit like that but like man i digress man i'm, I'm going all over the place with it but i think y'all i think y'all get the gist of what i'm saying man you know what i'm saying death ground you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, a nigga who had a lot of losses would get the hardest fight to a nigga that had all the wins. You know what I'm saying? You learn more when you lose. So don't ever be afraid to lose everything in life. Just know that there's a huge lesson coming for you. And when the motherfucking sun rises tomorrow, you're going to have gems. You're going to have all the gems. This is why you're listening to me right now, baby. Philosophy. Illicism the great man, you know what I'm saying? Representing Sacramento, California, El Paso, Texas, man, you know what I'm saying? All that good shit, man. You know what's up with me, baby. You know what I mean? The champ. So uh you guys have a great week. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. I hope you did. By the time you heard this, the shit already over. You probably lost a bunch of money. You probably made some. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wish the best for you, baby. You know what I mean? Tap in with me, illionaire.bandcamp.com. Illionaire, illionaire, illionaire. That's a millionaire without an M, a billionaire without a B, that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Tap in with your boy. Love yourself, love your family. You know what I mean? Love your friends, man. Smack your enemies. All right, one.